Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is another technical alpha update here for E3 2019. We just got finished watching the dumpster fire. That was the Bethesda uh, presentation. And oh boy, I think everyone knew that it was likely going to be pretty weak, but this was a particularly special presentation, let me tell you. Uh, let's dive right into it. You've probably already seen a lot of this stuff on social media. It's going to probably be blown all over the place at the very least. You're going to hear about the crowd and one or two guys in the crowd that should have been, like, drawn, quartered, and friggin' taking long walks off of short piers and cement shoes. But here we are. Uh, we kicked off with God Howard, uh, inevitably, at some point after, uh, after Pete Hines came out on stage first. Uh, God Howard came out, uh, you know, made a couple of his usual, like, kind of witty jokes and and haha, we made mistakes, and haha, ho ho ho, and here I'm, I'm God Howard, and whatever, and here's Fallout 76, and it's bad. Uh, and then we get into Elder Scrolls Blades, uh, which they touted as being their second largest mobile game next to, uh, next to Fallout Shelter, which to my understanding, they're the only two mobile games, so I don't know why they would decide to tout that. Uh, however, Elder Scrolls Blades coming to the Switch, it's uh, also going to be free on the Switch. And it will have cross-play and progression uh, with mobile. So you can play on your mobile device and then switch on over to, uh, to the Switch. Allow myself to introduce myself. Uh, and continue your, your uh, progression there. Uh, after that, we did talk even more about Fallout 76. Believe it or not, they are continuing to produce content for this game. Uh, this time, we are getting uh, into having human NPCs return. Full dialogue trees. They were very excited about full dialogue trees coming back. Uh, the updates that are coming are going to be free this fall uh, with a free trial from June 10th until the 17th. But here's the real, here's the real fucking kick in the knackers. Here's the real gong show of this, uh, of this event, ultimately, was the fact that, and I'm not, I wish I was joking, but I'm not. This is reality. They announced a Battle Royale mode for Fallout 76. I wish I was joking. I, I can't. I can't even begin to 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 fathom the levels of crazy that somebody would have to be internally to think that this was going to be a good idea. But here we are. Uh, it's called Nuclear Winter, and it's also available, I guess, to try this week. So if you really and truly hate yourself, or you just have a morbid curiosity for dog shit, then by all means, go and try that out. And uh, let us know on Twitter how it goes. Love to hear about uh, just how bad that is. Uh, after that, we had um, an actual new IP. Uh, it's called Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, it's an action-adventure game uh, that's apparently, uh, as the one of them came on stage, called it Spooky. Uh, it had a little bit of a, uh, of a uh, gameplay trailer there that was... Well, no, I shouldn't say gameplay, just a trailer. Pretty much entirely CGI. Very impressive CGI. But, uh, but just CG, uh, CGI, no real gameplay was shown, so you have to see a bit more, but definitely go and check it out. Seems like an interesting concept, a little bit of Thanos there for sure, maybe even Hawkeye if you look close enough. Uh, past that, we got into Elder Scrolls Online, one of the few things that are really and truly something that they should be proud about over there right now. Uh, they were talking about how Ilswear is, of course, doing very well, and uh, is, uh, they released a new cinematic. Uh, then they announced also, it was a, uh, Dragonhold, uh, which is coming, uh, coming up soon. Uh, more information is going to be announced at QuakeCon. And then there was some dungeon DLC in August called Scalebreaker. So for those of you who are uh, deep into Elder Scrolls Online right now, 
Uh, you probably already knew about some of this stuff, maybe, maybe not, but either way, there you have it. More stuff coming your way. Uh, definitely a game that's doing very well, especially in the uh, the diehard, you know, a cutthroat business that is MMO, uh, MMOs right now. Definitely doing big things. Then Zenimax came out and announced that they had a new project and simultaneously got me excited and then shattered all of my childhood hopes and dreams. I had mentioned for the last couple of years when somebody said, you know, what's something that you'd like to see that you're like unlikely to, to, to see actually happen? And I've said Commander Keen a few times. And lo and behold, here we go, Commander Keen up on there, uh, up on the screen, and it turns out to be a fucking mobile game. We're getting a Commander Keen mobile game. Why? I don't know. But it's happening. And not only is it a mobile game, you might be saying to yourself, hey, you know, Commander Keen on mobile actually makes kind of you know, decent sense. You could totally pull that off. Well, it's not like the original Commander Keen. It's just some sort of terrible, terrible, um, ba- you know, bastardized mobile thing that definitely looks like, not that we know yet, but definitely looks like it's going to have a few microtransactions to, uh, to abuse. Uh, it's coming out this summer, so we're going to find out. We're going to know. I'm not going to be the one playing it, but I'm sure we'll be have, you know, have people tell us just uh, how bad it is when the time comes. Then we got into Elder Scrolls Legends, uh, and expanding on the fact that it's going to be uh, available to play PC, Mac, mobile, and tablet, if that isn't already the case. I thought it was. Showed us a little commercial cinematic thing that was kind of awkward, and um, some 14-year-old kid kind of got hit on by some rogue lady. That was, that was odd. Then we had Rage 2, which I thought was dead on launch, but apparently it's still got enough people to make content for. Rise of the Ghosts expansion is on its way. Uh, and then we had to hear about Wolfenstein. We have VR Cyber Pilot, which is literally what it sounds like. You're getting a VR game there where you're uh, piloting one of the mechs in the Wolfenstein universe. Uh, and that's coming out July. And then we also have Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is set in the 80s. It's a co-op game that can still be played by yourself. Uh, BJ Blaskovich is missing, but his daughters are tracking him down. And so, of course, you can choose to play one uh, of the sisters, and then if you want to play co-op, they play the other sister. It looks like more Wolfenstein, um, as you've seen, you know, as of late, which means you know it's got uh, uh, you know great visuals and and solid uh, solid shooting as well. That's coming up July twenty sixth on pretty much all platforms, consoles and otherwise. So you can look forward to that if you're a big Wolfenstein fan. Uh, then we got Deathloop, which is kind of a new IP as well, this time coming from the Dishonored team. It looked awfully similar, uh, in ter- or they were talking, it did not looked, it sounded like it was going to be very similar to the Dishonored games in that, excuse me, in that the, uh, the levels are supposedly very finely crafted so that when you go through them, you can have different takes on how you want to get from point A to point B, gives it that replayability, gives it kind of a unique feel for every player that goes through the game. Everyone's going to have probably a little bit of a different way of getting through these levels, uh, just like they were uh, in Dishonored. Uh, After that, we got to hear about some technology, and unfortunately, it's not a new graphics engine or a new engine in general, uh, but it is something called Orion, and it's a streaming technology. It's kind of a, um, I guess, uh, would this be considered middleware, I guess? It's made to optimize game engines, any and all existing game engines, for playing via the cloud. So it works with uh, any engine, like I said, uh, with the goal being to lower latency dramatically and then up to 40% less bandwidth. Uh, now, we don't know what these comparisons are currently being compared to, what baselines they are or anything, uh, but this does seem to fill uh, or fix perhaps 
uh, depending on how well it works, uh, the one of the concerns people had with the cloud gaming moving forward was how is this going to work with older games, older engines, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I guess maybe this is something that uh, Bethesda and Zenimax, uh, or Zenimax, I guess more than Bethesda, were considering uh, and put this together. So we'll have to wait and see how that comes together for even things they mentioned Stadia during the presentation. So it's pretty much for everyone. And then the last thing that we got, it was a wrap-up of the conference, was the Doom uh, Eternal, uh, which uh, got a trailer. Uh, and then they also showed a new thing where it was like Doom platforming. Like, it actually had like one-ups and shit. It looked like fucking Doom Mario. It was very odd, uh, but it looked more like Doom, just with platforming of some weird description. Uh, very hard to put my finger on what exactly is going on there. Uh, November 22nd was the date tossed out for that. Collector's Edition... Uh, with wearable helmet. They showed that, and there was a guy in the audience that had the helmet on, and it honestly looked pretty dope. I mean, I'm not going to buy it or anything, but, you know, as far as collectibles go for these collector's editions, it didn't look terrible. Uh, And uh, they also announced a battle mode, which is a new multiplayer mode, which is kind of like a Left 4 Dead or evolved natural selection thing. Two demons versus one slayer, uh, and the demons can summon other demons and, and whatnot and trying to, like, tactically take out the uh, well-equipped and powerful Slayer, uh, and that seemed kind of neat. You know, people in the chat seem to have a relatively positive reaction to that, so there there you have it. Take that for what you will. And that was it. That was the show. We already knew from uh, God Howard saying earlier, no Elder Scrolls Six, no Starfield, no nothing like that was going to be talked about. Uh, I still wasn't sure. I thought maybe he was just debating us or some shit, but no, he wasn't. Um, In general, this was a really, really terrible terrible conference there was i mean very little here that was particularly um promising ghostwire tokyo we'll never know until we see gameplay um fuck fallout 76 at the battle royale that might be one that that's probably the worst move that that game could have taken the best move for fallout 76 is forget that it ever happened uh the last thing that you do is put a fucking battle royale in it that's insane uh nobody cares about blades Elder Scrolls Online is is just doing its own thing. It's oh, it's it's been good, and then that's you know the show. I mean, everything else is just whatever. There's nothing really. There's nothing there, uh, which is what we expected given you know what we were going into this conference with. So. Either way, if you're a big Bethesda fan, um, maybe you were excited, maybe you weren't. We'd love to hear about it from uh, from you. If you send it uh, in through Twitter or otherwise, let us know. Uh, of course, Jeff and I will be going over all the E3 stuff eventually on the podcast when we get back together. I will continue to do this stuff, live reactions. You can check them on uh, the second channel there. It's Life's Glitch TV 2 on YouTube. Uh, and if you want to watch live, I'm doing as many of the conferences as I can uh live on twitch twitch.tv slash nova war for that uh and yeah otherwise you'll be able to get these little recaps here uh as i do them thank you for uh, listening as always head on over to patreon.com slash lag tv if you have a hot minute and until we see you in the next one peace